the Wildlife Observer Network. Hey everybody, welcome back to Onward for Wildlife. I'm your host, Taiki James. Today we are talking about Black Birders Week. And for those who don't know, we're on Wikipedia now. Black Birders Week is a week-long series of online events to celebrate black nature enthusiasts and to increase the visibility of black birders who face unique challenges and dangers when engaging in outdoor activities like birding. The inaugural event took place during the first week of June. Even though this week was prompted by a video of a white woman attempting to weaponize the police on fellow birder and fellow black man Christian Cooper, we did it in the solidarity of the Movement for Black Lives. Black Birders Week is a part of a movement that demands when we talk about the black experience that we are not just talking about trauma, that we can talk about strength, we can talk about joy and pride, resilience and style. I intend to advance that narrative on my podcast. It was honestly so incredible to see the black people, the black families, the black children, the black seniors with their binoculars, with their field guides, in the outdoors, and enjoying it. You don't have to imagine it. Someday we start at the week with Black in Nature, where we encourage black folks everywhere to share pictures, videos, and stories of their experiences in nature. Monday was post a bird pick, and I thought that was a really great day for black environmental educators and black wildlife photographers to really show what they got. I chose the non-migratory, non-native to the U.S. European starling, and I have an actually really funny perspective on it that I have in a YouTube video that you can find on Wildlife Observer Network's page, and that video is called, Should I Count It? Tuesday was Ask a Black Birder, and with that hashtag, black birders answered the questions that followed, and the questions that I saw the most, at least for me, was asking about my spark bird which is a great question because it's also a highlight of my first job as an environmental educator. When I was in West Philadelphia, neither born nor raised, um, I was in high school, senior, and I was looking for a job, as most seniors I think in high school do. This is where I met Tony Crowsdale, my best friend and one of the co-founders of Wildlife Observer Network. Tony presented this opportunity as something that will teach us about the environment and pay us while we are learning. So learn while you earn was a quick motto that I picked up. Back to the bird. I was in a cohort of students who accepted the same position at the same time. And we were all given a book report type assignment where we were all given a bird species that we had to study and hopefully see it out in the wild someday, someday soon. I got the kingfisher. And I must have saw it maybe the next day or the next week that I came into work. And I saw it perched on a cattail right before jumping off, doing its call and crossing the creek. And that was the moment I was so present for that I realized I was on a path. I didn't think that that path would take me to a job in conservation. I didn't think that path was going to take me to a podcast. But here we are on the other side of that. The question I wish I heard more, how do I get my significant other into birding? Now, I am by no means an expert in answering this question, but I think I have experiences that could enlighten the path for someone else. And also, that could be a really good podcast episode. Maybe not for this podcast. On Wednesday, we took a break. Thursday, the organizers of Black Birders Week, including yours truly as a moderator, 
shared a candid conversation, shared actually two candid conversations on birding while black. The first with Christian Cooper, the second with another legendary black birder of our time, Dr. J. Drew Lanham. Links for both discussions will be included in the description or check out the National Audubon Society's Facebook page. Friday, Black Women Who Bird I used to believe the birding community really needed black birders. In actuality, the birding community needs black women. Most of the organizers of the week are black women, and some of them we will be hearing from on this show very soon. This week was absolutely magical. We saw meaningful attention to the black experience in a way we've never seen before, and the culture of conservation will never be the same again. I'll be working with the team to post a blog on the website that will offer a broader recap of Black Birders Week. But before we get there, I want to share the last, last hashtag from the week and the title of this episode. Because of Black Birders Week. One of the top tweets you'll see is from the National Wildlife Federation, where they announced on June 6th that because of Black Birders Week, They will be expanding their conservation fellowship and intern programs to create opportunities dedicated specifically for young biologists of color to help more black birders launch careers in conservation. That was such a big highlight to close the week because it brought attention to what we should all be more focused on. Jobs, valuing the labor of conservation, and how people and institutions can choose to leverage, secure, and share funds and resources to change the culture of conservation. This brings me to my own Because of Black Birders Week announcement. Members of what I would like to call the general public put money in my Venmo and PayPal. At first I thought it was a mistake that this random person, let's call them T-Bone, sent me $50 for hashtag BBW. But as more trickled in, and as the letters and numbers all started to make sense, It opened my mind to think more critically about how fundraising really works in the nonprofit space, and how that reality is coming to reconciliation with the aspirations of so many nonprofit institutions committing themselves to anti racist work. The experience made me ask the question Can Venmo advance equity? And I plan to explore that idea of interpersonal philanthropy and connect it to how we can support wildlife conservation in my next episode that's sponsored by Community-Centric Fundraising. Community-Centric Fundraising is a movement to evolve how fundraising is done in the nonprofit sector. Its goal is to support fundraisers and other nonprofit professionals to re-examine every fundraising philosophy and practice they have been taught, engage in rigorous ongoing conversations, and explore doing fundraising in ways to reduce harm and further social justice. I hope you enjoyed this shorter episode. I'm building up a new workflow that should have me posting at least twice a month. We'll figure out what that actually means. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on wildlifeobservernetwork.com. Let us know what you think of the content or if you'd like to be a contributor. Join our Patreon to support us with membership starting at $1. And if you like the new music, please send your compliments to Instagram account at underscore dot bayo dot underscore. This is Taiki James. You're listening to Onward for Wildlife on Wildlife Observer Network.